there, everybody. Welcome to Movies Are Real for August 2K23. I am George, your host from this episode, Ryan Lance. How are you doing? I'm in a spooky mood today because mm-hmm. it's, it's we're starting to. Because we're recording this before September 11, yeah. 2023. Oh no! Uh, Carrie, <laughs> follow that up. What the hell? <laughs> Can you bring me on with a different, <laughs> a different okay. job? Uh, spooky. Uh, I sure hate to be on a boat with <laughs> a vampire on it. Nobody told me you're carrying a boat, uh, I'm a vampire on this boat. Uh, Carrie, now is that any better? Uh, sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> uh, hello there, everybody. Welcome to the episode for August 2023. Uh, movies are real. You know, you've done this podcast for. We don't number our episodes, but we've numbered them. We've done this for a long fucking time. And every time we come here, we talk about the movies of the month prior and what we're looking forward to the next month. I just think about sometimes it hits me how long we fucking committed to this bit. Right. <laughs> yeah, the content machine never ends. So in, in one way, it's one never-ending episode. That's true. One never-ending piece of content that is out there in the world. That someone could, in theory, listen to. <laughs> no one here is going to remember. Do you remember the Little oh little Caesars Bacon timeline on Twitter? What? <laughs> Back when Twitter worked and was very different, where everything was chronological, there was the Little Caesars marketing campaign because they had bacon crust on a deep dish pizza or the fuck. And so it was like, this is the bacon timeline. This is how long the bacon is on your fucking pizza. And it's just a thread of mm. pictures of the thing. Mm-hmm. And if you so if you retweet if you retweeted it, it would just fucking wreck people's timeline. Um, oh, that sounds very funny. It was very funny. It's like, like that it's like that, that Tumblr of colors don't of you the sky. Every color of the sky. <laughs> and then you just have to do like literally thirty. Yes, yeah. But that. then like the worst part is like it would come up and then you it would be like a meme at the end. You're like, what am I ever going to see the original again? <laughs> and then you see the original, like, oh my god, it's been years. <laughs> And then everyone retweets that or re- re- reblogs. Reblogs, so. yeah. <laughs> There's some weird flame things on there now. I logged in there and I was like, I don't know what the fuck's going on I, here. I tried to get it on after Twitter started being weird and I'm like, I don't understand this. There's people like live blogging. Yeah, the ads um, suck, but then I just remember like old Tumblr blogs were like essentially like the mobile ad blogs now where it's like ugly grandma fucking dumb stinky baby or some <laughs> bullshit like that i don't know anyways hello there uh august um it's a late month folks we got some <laughs> we got some content. we got some content <laughs> such as a movie that is completely forgettable haunted mansion uh the second uh movie based on the theme park attraction either at disneyland or disney world i don't fucking know yeah, I don't know anything about. It. I don't know what anything is on those things. I think both. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I don't even remember who stars in this. It's got Rosario Dawson. Mm-hmm. And I almost said Stanfield, it. Oh, uh, Tiffany Haddish. Not Eddie Wilson, Murphy. No, no, no. Da- Daniel DeVito. Daniel. Dan Levy. <laughs> uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and Jared Leto. Oh, mm-hmm. is he the ghost man? He's the know. bad ghost. He's uh, the hat box ghost. Okay. That's crazy. All right, did you both see this? I I refused to see okay, this. Okay, great. Carrie, you saw you saw Disney's uh, reimagining of the haunted mansion. I did. The original movie, I think, at the time, people said this sucks, as I understand. But I don't Idiots. Know. I remember being a kid and being like, "Oh, cinema." I liked the. 
I rewatched it a couple years ago, and I mean, it's not great, but I have a lot of nostalgia for it because I loved that movie when I was a kid. Mm. That was one of our, uh, that was the first, I think, we started doing uh, Thanksgiving evening movies, and that was one of the first ones we went to as a family. Oh. We went to go see The Haunted Mansion, the Eddie Murphy one, in theaters mm. on Thanksgiving. And I remember the part in that movie where they go into the into the, the mausoleum or whatever underground and all the, the skeletons are floating around in the water. That scared me a lot. It was very disgusting. Uh, all I remember about that one is there's a bit where Eddie Murphy is arguing with a bunch of talking heads. Uh, yeah, the, the Yes, busts. that was a big thing yeah, for that yeah, movie. Yeah. That's yeah. all I remember from they that. They sing acapella. Yeah, that was oh, a big thing. Silly. You left your key in a mausoleum. Also, I noticed that this is, like most remakes, this is just called Haunted Mansion and not The Haunted Mansion. Yeah. The other one was definitely called The Haunted Mansion. Move The. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just make it snappy. <laughs> I also saw that the, the budget was $150 billion, uh, but it made only $100 million. Yeah, not, which not which makes sense. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, double that for marketing. Apparently, this is also the director of Dear White People and Bad Hair. So, oh, so yeah, that's different. Yeah, that's <laughs> that, that seems good. that seems very different. Interesting. Uh, anyways, Carrie, what'd you think of this? It was alright. Yeah. So what's the story here? Because like for the, the first one, it. I remember it was so there it goes. Eddie Murphy and his family with had to stay. The Eddie Murphy was... and his wife are realtors, and uh, the their flyer goes into the mansion and the ghosts that live there see the wife's picture and they're like oh my god you're totally my dead lover reincarnated you have to come here and that's the basic thing there but uh but they don't know that they just the ghosts contact eddie murphy and are like we have to sell our house and they show up as a family to the haunted mansion (laughs) and zaniness ensues but uh, this new one is about Rosario Dawson and her son moving into this house and they quickly realize that it is super haunted and they reach out to several different people to try and come help them with the situation. Like Wiki Stanfield has a ghost camera like in, uh, like in that Paranormal Activity movie with the ghost dimension camera. Mm. But he has, like, a, a sad backstory with a dead girlfriend, and uh, Owen Wilson is there, and they quickly realize that once you walk into the threshold of the house, it won't let you leave. So that's how we end up with this whole ragtag okay. group of people. And they're just trying to figure out the the what happened in the house and try and fix the haunting, because there's a spooky hatbox ghost played by Jared Leto, <laughs> who is really not a fun guy crazy i know very crazy hmm. i remember thinking it was fine okay yeah um i think most people yeah yeah it was pretty forgettable yeah uh it wow that's weird uh apparently released the, at the same time as talk to me so i guess talk to me probably did better than this so Good job. Another ghost movie. <laughs> right. And also, I think the strike happened right when... Yes, it, yes. Like, so, like, none of the big stars cast could do... <laughs> to be fair, it is, it's decently stacked. It is decently stacked, but, like, that's what, you know, they do is yeah. they get these big stars and then they have them do the big press tours. Because mm-hmm. I believe the premiere is going to be at Disneyland. Yeah. But then they couldn't, so they just got the character actors from get, Disneyland. Yeah, so it was like, oh, look, it's... Uh, Toy Story, Woody from Toy Story, <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay. Um, but yeah, that's it's very funny because you know they make these movies 
for that marketing campaign to get people in, and then they can't mm-hmm. <laughs> they can do it because they don't pay anyone good. Uh, Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Disney villains such as Maleficent, Cruella Deville, and the Evil Queen walk the red carpet. So there you it go. says Bob Iger was there. Oh, evil. <laughs> Uh, it's coming to Disney Plus on October 4th. That's crazy. So you're saying, Carrie, maybe check it out, maybe not? I don't know. <laughs> How much could this entertain like a child? That's what I was thinking. I don't know. Honestly. Oh. I don't even know what happens in the actual ride. <laughs> I feel like the... Yeah, I was going to say also, maybe there's some like homages to the ride yeah. that just went over my yeah, head. I, I have no idea. But... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like the first one, the Eddie Murphy one, might be a little more fun for children, but I say that as someone who was a child when I watched mm. it, so I don't know. Nope. But yeah, this one's not much of anything, in my opinion. Okay. But it's got some interesting stuff with Lakeith's character. He always does a good job, so he brings a little more gravitas to this kind of nothing movie. But... Yeah. Well, there you go. Speaking of nothing movies, uh, how just dare kidding. you? What the fuck? Uh, the Last Voyage of the Demeter, Dracula on a Boat, uh, and by uh, the Dracula, the part in Dracula. As I understand, apparently there's a part in Dracula. I've never read it that they're it's on a boat. They're yeah, on the boat. Neither have I, but they do. <laughs> I believe in the boat. In the book, I've seen Nosferatu, and there's a there's a small part where he needs to go across. You know, he needs to go across sea from Romania to England. Um, to do a big do a big sex or whatever I can't remember fully, <laughs> and he has to, he has to you know, take a boat there. It's a very small like bit of at least that movie, um, where he slowly picks apart the crew um, as you know as the trip goes by, and this whole movie is just that one bit of right. Dracula picking apart a crew while he's on his way to uh, England, and my God, is it! It was awesome. <laughs> it was that. <laughs> I I like the commitment to you know the old timiness. You mm. know, it felt very like eighteen. You have to say when is this? I don't even know what 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 cultural time uh, historical touchstone. Eighteen nineties, I think probably. Okay. You know the the boat. Was set. it a slave ship? Was it like a cargo ship? It was a cargo, cargo ship. ship. It a was cargo ship. It was, like, <laughs> it was basically these these guys have the. De- the, the crew of the Demeter was like, hey, we got hired to carry these 40 weird uh, cryptic crates across sea. It's like, oh, why? They said, don't ask why, but if we get their suit, they'll pay extra. Like, oh, hell yeah. Sick. We've never heard of a Dracula before, so we're, right. we're right on board. There's no precedent for this. Concept. Yeah, and I think that's an issue people like, you have to think about going to like, okay, these guys don't know what a Dracula is. <laughs> So, you gotta understand it from their perspective. That they're like, oh, crazy. They're awesome. like, what was that? <laughs> to be fair, until this movie, I, culture never associated boat with Dracula. No, never. So, even though that's, like that's part, part of the part book, of the apparently. Uh, uh, but I like the commitment to that time period. I like... Uh, the main guy's pretty... The main protagonist is pretty good. Um, I think the one issue... I think the main issue with this movie for me, though, is Dracula is... They try to make him be, like, really, like, Bat-monster-y. Mm. And the CGI Man bat. is never very good. Uh, it, I think it's very funny. It is. That's the problem. <laughs> uh, the worst part, for at least for me, is, like, when you first, like, really get a look at him, 
it's, you know, like, pan at the feet, go up, because, like, a character is, like, hiding, and then they see him, and they see his feet, and then it pans up the whole thing. But, like, he's naked the whole time, so it pans <laughs> up, and you see that he doesn't have a penis. <laughs> and, like, the one thing about, huh. I know about Dracula, from Bram Stoker's horny Dracula, he is likes that to fuck. He, he really he likes fucks. To, He fucks. <laughs> so, yes, I assume he had a penis. So it's just weird that, gotcha. you know, he doesn't have a penis. You know what? You're right. This is a problem. <laughs> this is a problem. But then it's also, like, if if Dracula himself, like, hired this crew to, like, get him over, like, is he still that, like, weird, like, mm, diplomat, mm, big, big, big suits and hats? Is he still that guy? But he looks all weird and batty, and yet at the very end, you see him in that getup. It's like... Wait, so you were just right around naked on the ship for fun? You're not just a monster? <laughs> the box with his clothes was at the bottom of a stack, and he couldn't mm. get to it. He had 40 days, <laughs> and he's a Dracula. He can get to it. So did he keep the, 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 the crew... Did he just drive the boat? Drive. Sailed the boat? Because I assume halfway, at some point, he's like, bah! And then he's like, I still gotta make it across this goddamn water. Picking them off one by one, kind of. And yeah. for a while, they're like, something... Well, he eats the animals first. Oh, okay. And they're like, something happened <laughs> to the animals. There's some sort of disease on the boat. Yeah. So they're like, everyone is sick, everyone be careful. But then they're like, something else is happening here. Yeah. But it's kind of like, it'd be easier if we just... Been, it's like, we can't do anything besides just you know, finish the route at this point. That's true, because um, otherwise you're just trapped at yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So basically they're like, well, just keep calm and carry oh, on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And he also has his, uh, I don't know what the word for the lady he, the <laughs> lady he oh, brought Oh, like him. a, it wouldn't be a familiar, just like a feed a bag. Blood, a blood bag. <laughs> yeah, a blood bag. Um, that's how like, they, they, like, there's like a lady on the ship that they find um, who in, is another like, box. in another box and, mm. and she's like, there's a Dracula on board. And like, we don't know what that is, idiots. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, oh my God, let me explain. It's a very popular book. <laughs> my other favorite thing about this movie, um, because like no one knows what a Dracula is, like when people get like bit, they don't know what to do they with do, that. Yeah. So, like, you're bit, and you're like, I'll go in the sunlight. Bah! And the best part of that is with the kid, which one of my favorite... Spoilers. An easy way for a horror movie to get my respect is to really just, like, brutalize a child. Brutalize a child. Because a lot of movies, they just won't touch that. And, like, yeah. I get it, because no one wants to see a child get, you know, torn apart. But Except this guy. But it's really funny when you see it. But basically, like, one of the kids gets, like, bit. Because the captain has his grandson. Yes, his grandson. Mm-hmm. Um, and he gets bit, and, you know, he dies, and, like, oh, we're all so sad about this child. Um, and they're gonna do the classic, like, barrel at sea, um, and it's during the day, but the grandpa's like, let me get one last well, good look at my... the body starts, like, moving. Oh, turn, yes, that's Because it's right. dead, but then they kind of, like, become a Dracula zombie-ish, yeah. I guess. I don't know. But the body starts, like, moving. And he's like, wait, he's alive. <laughs> and then he unzips it. And then the kid, like, opens eyes, like, bah! And then, boom! Bursts into flames. Just, like, explosive. Holy it's fuck. crazy. That was so fucking funny. I, I love... One of my favorite, like vampire things is like one like they get exposed to sunlight 
just immediate just flames. I mm-hmm. love that. That's so fun. Yeah. Um, and this movie really goes for that. It's great. <laughs> so it just ends with him walking off the boat like, boop doo I'm Dracula. Uh, the, the main guy and the lady who was in yeah. the box escape, and they wind up on, like, a lifeboat. And yeah. Dracula's still on the big boat, and it's just finishing out its course. And it just kind of crashes but, on shore. Yeah, yeah. and right. then the you find out that the lady has been vampired, so right. she he leaves her, and so our main character makes it to shore, and then he goes into a bar, <laughs> and uh, he's walking around, and he's sitting down, and he turns around, and you see there's... I don't even remember if... He he's doing, he's like, he's like monologuing, and he's like, I'm going to... Because like the... The overarching thing is, like, the story is told from the perspective of, like, the captain's log. Yeah. Um, because they find, because a random guy, like, finds, like, oh, what, how'd this boat crash? And he finds, like, the captain's log, and he's like, what the fuck's a Dracula? <laughs> and then, like, he's reading all that, but then, like, it kind of goes to, like, um, the one survivor's, like, log, and he's like, I'm gonna find this Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, he's in the bar, and then I think he maybe, like, hears him, because this Dracula has, like, some weird, like... Like whispery, like mm. hey, I see you. It's a it's a bit more of a voice than right. that. But oh, yeah, then no, like he like yeah. he like sees him in the bar. And he's like in the hat. And he's like, Meh. yeah. He's literally sitting in a booth and he's got on like a fucking trench coat and a top hat. Yeah, <laughs> and, like, and a mm. fun cane. And it's like, it was awesome. It was very funny. But then that like got to my face. Like so he again. So he was just naked for fun. <laughs> yeah. And also. This guy who looks like a weird bat monster walked into a bar. I don't care that you're all suited up for a nice... Like, you're, you can still see the face and you're a weird bat monster. This is an affluent gentleman, Ryan. He's, no! He's here to patronize our bar. I don't know about that. I really am not sure. <laughs> Show him to his table. I guess. <laughs> but then, yeah, the ends with him being like, I will find him. <laughs> there he is. Yeah, but then he left the bar. What an idiot. I would have just taken... Thinking about that. <laughs> Throw down in this Applebee's right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, also, why was it Applebee's? It was set in 1892. Well, that's that's that. It's a very entertaining movie. I'll say that. Is it? Yes. Okay. It's I had, not like I had a great time. It's not like a groundbreaking piece. I mean, mm-hmm. it's Dracula, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it didn't. I mean, it cost twenty million dollars to make, so I guess <laughs> it, it made forty million. I guess this is Universal. So was this? Is this another Dracula? Like another, because it's Universal, so this makes it the Dracula of record. Is this another reboot in the like not dark universe? It could be. I just remember all I remember reading is that this has been in development for like twenty years. Oh. Which, when you think about it and think about the movie you watch, like yes, this feels like a twenty year. If this movie came out in two thousand three, <laughs> nothing would be different. Except <laughs> the monster would look a little worse. <laughs> Or possibly a little or better. better. Yeah, because <laughs> it probably would have been practical. practical. Yeah. Oh, no. Damn it. More in the back timeline. All right, well, I guess, uh, yeah, that's an official official uh, Universal. This is made by the guy who did Scary Stories, uh, Troll Hunter, and The Autopsy of Jane Doe, which is a movie nice. I sometimes think about watching. It's, it's all right. It seems okay. It's, it's fun. It's got Brian Cox in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Uh Paddling on to this uh, this uh, little fucking voyage of mediocrity, uh, Blue Beetle. Whoa. Uh Blue Beetle, the last more the first movie? or it's, it's in the middle, right? Yeah, it's in the weird like of uh, the, the DCU. If, if people like this, then it'll probably stay. 
And also, he's inoffensive enough that he'll show up and be like, oh, yeah, it's Blue Beetle. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, so, yeah, this is uh, one of the last uh, fucking DC movies. Originally going to be an HBO Max original. Yes, um, originally going to be an HBO Max original. But then they, they originally were going to make Batgirl and then Blue Beetle for like a Max original. But then there, was, there was marketing promotions, that like standees that went out that have Batgirl and Blue Beetle yes. and other stuff flash around it. Um, but they just deleted the file for Batgirl and then they're like, I think this will be do well in theaters. Which I think it... I think it has stayed like consistent. It's it's a lower budget. It doesn't it it doesn't look. I think uh, I think if you can tell that they made that call early on. I guess it's not like they had scenes where they had a lower budget and then it looks like you, they 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 knew what they were working with once they started shooting. Um, but yeah, Blue Beetle. You know, everybody loves this superhero. Definitely not lame at all. Um, fucking, I don't know. Uh, I know nothing about the Blue Beetle, so I'm just trusting what DC tells me, and this is the, the can of the Blue Beetle. But we got, uh, what's his name here? What was his name? He has Spanish, he had a very, very Spanish name. Oh, then I would not be able to even yeah, pronounce it. Yeah. If I knew it, I would not be able to pronounce it well. Yeah, they all have one of the, some of those names. I'm going to look up. But anyways, our little friend here, you know, he's just a guy who's coming back from college. Uh, he's uh, Latino. Uh, I think he's Mexican. Uh, but they, his family lives in essentially what is L.A., Essentially, it's like future LA. It's like a future LA, but is it in Mexico? No, it's not Mexico. Oh. I'm saying he's Mexican. Okay, okay. But it is like it is a fake. It is a fake DC. Okay. It is okay. a fake DC thing that they made up. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, it's like what if again, like Gotham is like what if Chicago was fucked up? And, this is uh, what if LA was more Latino? <laughs> I well, because like know. their part just looks kind of like other L. Kind of just looks like LA. I'm not gonna okay. lie. But then they have like the fucking future. Fucking thing that just looks... Anyways! Anyways, our Blue Beetle friend is coming back from college. Uh, you know, his his family welcomes him. He's like, ah, you're back! And then as soon as he has his first taco, as they say, they're like, we lost the, the your dad's car shop. The house is getting foreclosed. They're taking the house off. Uh, also, your your dad had a stroke. Also, uh, welcome back! Uh, and he's got, like, uh, he doesn't have his full law de- degree. So he's like, whatever, I don't know. What he has the, his, like, bachelor's. Bachelor's, essentially. But, but in order to get a job, you need to have your doctorate or whatever the fuck. Yeah. I don't know, I'm not a lawyer. Being a lawyer is expensive. It takes forever. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, his name's Jaime. His name is Jaime. Because then, then there's this bit where, like, Jamie. Jamie, oh, baby. that's right. That's, that's why. Right. Uh, so, yeah, so um, Susan Sarandon here is... Oh, 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 Susan Sarandon in this movie. The Scarab. The Scarab. Uh, Susan Sarandon's not great in this movie, but she is our big bad. Uh, I love her so much. She's she, great. She was like, when I saw her in the trailer, I was like, what? I might see this, but I didn't. Yes. But I love her. So Susan Sarandon, uh, she's sort of like a Tony Stark, and she works uh, for a military, like a military weapons maker. Uh, and then uh, she had a partner, uh, a guy who is obsessed with the fucking Blue Beetle and like the Scarab, this power, whatever the hell. He disappears, and now she's in charge, and so she's going full, we're gonna fucking make uh, a fucking super robot man, but we need the Scarab to power it up, but the daughter of the old guy is still around, and she's like, mm, Susan Sarandon, you're not gonna get away with this. Um, <clears throat> and she's like, uh, not Jamie. Jaime. Jaime, um, we need you to take this blue beetle out of the office and uh, don't open it. Yep. Don't get it on you um, while I take care of all Yes. 
and then he opens it, and, and it, it gets on him, and then he becomes the Blue Beetle, yes. which is basically like... Iron Man, but bio... It's like it's the like, bio, like, Iron Man. Yeah. From, like, the newer... Yeah, it's like movies. Iron Man, except, like, it's attached to your skin. Like this, yeah, it's, it's like just, Iron Man, but it's also Venom. It's also Venom. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, and that's all it is. Like, and what superpowers is giving me? And he's just fun and quippy like Spider-Man. Also, yes, he's fun and quippy like Spider-Man. Yes. Um, and so, yeah. Uh, and then, like, you know, Susan Saran, it's... Uh, Carrie, can you just like it is? The, can you just guess what this movie goes? Because you probably could. What do you mean guess? Like this is just the superhero template. Yeah. So he gets the, the thing. So he but... gets the thing, and then he's like, "Whoa!" So we have a scene where he's like flying around, I was like, "What is going on?" And then the <laughs> thing is like, "Burn, burn, burn!" It's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I gotta figure this out, and then funny stuff happens, and then oh no, there's a bad guy with the exact same power as me. Oh. Essentially, Obadiah Stane. Yeah, Obadiah Stane, yeah. yeah. Tony Builders in a fucking cave or whatever the hell. I think the one thing that differences this is, like, for one, like, when they learn about the Blue Beetle, this has been a superhero that, like, someone else had the scarab before him and, like, was running around as, as the Blue Beetle and they find, like, his, like, bat cave. And then it's like, here's all his Blue Beetle stuff and he's, like, all this crazy... But he didn't have the scarab. That was the thing. He wanted to find the scarab. He wanted to find the scarab. So he's just trying to make it happen. He's just like a shitty Batman because he didn't have a scarab. (laughs) Interesting. Um, I thought he had it, but he wasn't worthy for it to like attack. Oh, yeah, yeah. He had it, right. right. But he couldn't use it. He couldn't use it. So we just like analyzed it and it was like, I can use this technology to make my own technology. I have this beetle-shaped machine that looks like that watchbed thing. So anyways, not to get guided the minutia, but the biggest problem with this movie is that it is just like... It is just a Mar- it is just a Iron it's just Iron Man. Yeah. But in the year of our Lord twenty twenty three. Yeah. So it's like it's the same beats and that movie like it just doesn't do anything new at all. Yeah, I think the only thing like really new is like it's trying that that like Latino family. Aspect. Yeah, yeah. Because like they're all very close. His sister's name is Milagro for fuck's sake, which is the most which is a beautiful name. Uh, it means miracle. Oh, that's it's that's a miracle. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, but other than that. It's just that. It's that just, is true. It, and George Lopez is pretty much George Lopez. He's pretty good in it, too. He's pretty funny. he's funny. Yeah, he's a funny Which guy. Which is the problem with it. The movie has a lot of heart. Yeah. And it's just... Uh, but it doesn't have anything... This, the superhero stuff doesn't have anything new to it. To like really, it's a superhero movie. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that, that's really all there is to say about this. Um, I don't know. If you saw it on a, on a TV, you'd be like, is this Hancock? No. Is this fucking... <laughs> I don't know. I can't think of another superhero that happened that movie. Like it's just, it's just, it's just glop. It's just like RC. I don't know. It's just a product. It's just nothing. Yeah. It's not even. It's not bad either. It's just. Eh. I don't know. It it it's kind of like because like we were talking about this before. Like we both like grew up like watching like DC TV yeah. stuff. But like we both yeah, Superman know, and Batman specifically. But we know nothing about Blue. No, Blue. I don't know who this not, man is. Who is this I guy? I don't think he was in the JLA cartoon. No, he wasn't in the um, JLA. Cartoon. He was like a new Fifty Two guy. He was like an old hero that they brought back, just like they did with Shazam. But like that Shazam, at least the first one, like had a lot of heart and a lot of like new stuff. Yeah, the first Shazam's good. It, it brought to it. So like, I feel like they're trying to do that with this. Yeah. One, but it just didn't. Shazam does the weird shit. Yeah, he does weird shit. This is just Hyman's just like like ugh. like it takes so it takes so long for him to get like confident with like what he's got going on, <laughs> and even then like it doesn't feel like he has control. No, 
Yeah, it's is uh the only thing interesting about this movie is Susan Sarandon's buck wild performance. I don't. I would love to know how the hell did you wind up in this movie? I feel like for a lot of those, it's like their kids or their grandkids are like, you gotta be a superhero. It's like, oh, I got this Blue Beetle script. I don't care sure. about it, but it'll make my grandkids shut up. <laughs> like that's how I feel like a lot of it is. So yeah, she is. Especially uh, for like an actor like Susan Sarandon, who why would she want to do this besides like? But it's kids? better. Okay, like it's like. It reminds me a lot of Elizabeth Banks' Rita Repulsa in Power Rangers, yeah. but this is better because it's Susan Sarandon, and she's just hamming it up, but when Elizabeth Banks did it, I thought it was lame, and uh, Susan Sarandon... We need to rewatch Power Rangers 2017. 20... Yeah. I was thinking of so... Every year in my head was going by, and I was like, no, 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 no. 17! No. My favorite part of the end of Blue Beetle... Is because the, so the Susan Sarandon leads the data of the Beetle. So she's got at some point he sucked sucked out all the stuff from the Blue Beetle. He put him in a thing, kind of like Ninja Turtles, you know. It was uh, exactly like Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah it was like Ninja Turtles. Yeah, and then and then so she's got all the stuff she's, uh, in this little device thingy, and she just drops it or something. How does it? She has it, and she's like ah, and then they smash it, and that's it. She lives. <laughs> I have no like, idea. Oh, shit! <laughs> I have oh, no idea. It wouldn't surprise me, but I have no idea. Yeah. That's pretty funny. I just remember that she had, like, her henchman guy who had the same powers as Blue Beetle. And, like, right before Blue Beetle killed him, he's like, here's my backstory. And, like, all this, like, traumatic stuff. It's like, oh, that would have been cool 30 minutes ago. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but, yeah, that's Blue Beetle. I don't know. The lady who's his love interest who doesn't do anything in it. No. Uh, she is a very f- a famous Brazilian uh, supermodel slash uh, telenovela actress. Oh, interesting. And that's, that's all I got to say about it. So yeah, I feel bad about it. Everyone here, had, like, the director, especially, like, it's clear that the people who made this movie, like, were like, we're going to make, like, a, you know, like a superhero that's Mexican. And he's yeah. Mexican, and it's fun. That's cool. He's got a Mexican family, and he, like, you know, he's got jokes. He, like, laughs at fart stuff. That's whatever the hell. That's a thing we do, uh, Latino people. Uh, but yeah. And, uh, but the, the, everything around it, it, I mean, like, the stuff around it is good. The, the, the stuff in the middle, like, the core of it is just... The superhero stuff somehow is the worst part. Yes, the superhero <laughs> Which stuff. Which is crazy. Speaking of the Ninja Turtles things, I forgot, I didn't notice, we, I didn't, jot, we didn't jot that down. That came out. Oh. I that was, that that was, was August the... 2nd or 1st. Oh, that would... So it must have been in between when we were recording the last episode. Uh... Right but anyways, Ninja Turtles is pretty good. It is pretty good. It's a it nice... It looks gorgeous. looks gorgeous. We watched it in 3D... I recommend rec- great, great 3D movie. It looks yeah. very good. Yeah, very funny. Um, yeah, and some nice kids just having some fun. So Ryan, you've seen most DCEU. I think I've seen them. all. You've seen them all now, especially the ones this year, other yeah, than Aquaman, they, they, which yeah. I guess that's been no Black Adam was last year. That wasn't this yeah, year. Yeah, I had but seen this year's was Shazam, Shazam two, The Flash, and this. Flash, that's why three Blue Beetle. And then we will apparently get an Aquaman. But just from this year, where would you rank it on top of Shazam, Fury of the Gods, uh, Flash, and this? Um, this is the best because it's never it's never offensive. <laughs> Shazam has multiple moments where you're like, oh come on. <laughs> it's mostly the Wonder Woman stuff. Right. Um, but also the rest of it. Um, and then the Flash is a movie that fascinates me. I, it's on Max and I want to watch it. Apparently it has lower viewership than Black Adam. That's insane to me. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> and don't, The Flash is it. just... I think it has scenes that feel very good and mm-hmm. like it has good ideas but it 
has an equal amount of stuff that is just the worst you've ever seen, and that really carries it down. I think on a good day, I'll see. I'll say the Flash is a middle of the road movie. Uh, I know you just on a good day. If I'm in a good mood, <laughs> if I'm like, if I'm like, wow, the sun's shining. I have a nice. I have a, hold on, when have you ever? When does that ever? One of those LED trucks walks by, playing the Flash, and just like. <laughs> no, it's a cold, it's a cold, cloudy day. <laughs> I have my Starbucks Frappuccino in hand. Right. I don't think you've ever ordered one of those in your life. I've never. I'm thinking. I, I was gonna ask what kind you get, but I don't know if you could even. What's your What's your go-to frap? Do they have smoothies there? I mean, technically, the Frappuccinos are smoothies. It's more of a milkshake, but oh, yeah. No. <laughs> I guess the, the the strawberry one was That's the closest true, yeah. to the... I'm not a big that. Starbucks person either, but... Um, also, I'm not a big frap person, because I'm not yeah. 15. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you would have asked a uh, 15-year-old Karen. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yes, you know. 100%. Probably 100%. <laughs> but yeah, on a good day, I'd say The Flash is a middle-of-the-road movie. Most other day, 99% of the time, I'd say it's, it's worse than that, but... Blue Beetle, it has heart, it has good family stuff. It's just uninspired on the superhero yeah. stuff. So it is the best of the current DC stuff this year. I feel bad that, uh, I mean, I don't know, whatever, he's getting his bag. He's uh, apparently, Angel Manuel Soto, who's the director of this, is doing another trans doing a Transformers movie. Oh, So, you know. Um, but yeah, uh, that's all we got to say about Blue Beetle. Uh, Lynch Oz! This is a... I don't know how many people out in the world also got a screening of this. Uh, I was very surprised. We got one, yeah. But yeah, uh, who wants to explain what the hell this is? Uh, this is just a documentary, kind of. Mostly, it yeah. plays like a video essay, honestly. Yes. It's very similar to that movie Room 237, if you guys uh, I've seen it on Netflix. That. I haven't never seen it, though. Uh, it's basically just... We have an idea, and the idea of Room 237 was there are hidden messages in The Shining, and then yes. each chapter is a different person talking about their thesis. But our our theme here is David Lynch imbues his work with references, and he himself is heavily, heavily inspired by the movie The Wizard of Oz, and each chapter is a different director talking about what they think is a prevailing element of the Wizard of Oz that they see in Lynch's work and mm -hmm. in some of their own work in some cases. Mm -hmm. And there's some really great talking heads here. We David have, Lowry. We have David Lowry. We have John Waters. We have the lady who directed Jennifer's, Jennifer's Body. Body. Mm -hmm. We got Benson and Moorhead. So a lot of interesting people all talking about their own different chapters of what they see in this what they've seen from this famously lifelong fascination that David Lynch has with the movie Wizard of Oz. I think what I like about this movie a lot, like, besides just, like, comparing Wizard of Oz to just David Lynch stuff, is there's also this overarching theme, and I think a few of them talk about this, is how just the Wizard of Oz is so pervasive in pretty much everything. Yeah. And that's one thing that I, like, they'd show clips and stuff like, oh, this is just the Wizard of Oz. Right. And it's another thing where, like, I look at it and I'm like, that is just, like, everywhere. Mm -hmm. And that's crazy because you don't always think about it. There's just tiny references everywhere. And I think one idea they have is, like, it's so pervasive that 
the idea is people are probably referencing it without even realizing that that is what they're doing just because it's right. in the mind of like oh this is a cinema <laughs> shot and it's like no this is the wizard of oz <laughs> the wizard of oz is a trope yes <laughs> but then like the main thing it all goes back to comparing to David Lynch stuff, and they show stuff from all of his movies. I think the one I did see was a straight story, the straight story, um, which <laughs> makes sense because that one's just kind of like a. It's a very good movie, but it's not like right. dreamy and and Lynchian. But they talk about the the Netflix monkey one too. Hell yeah! And they talk about twi- so much Twin Peaks talk Twin too, Peaks, which is yeah. very fun too. I'm gonna say I can't think of any tw- uh, Wizard of Oz references in Twin Peaks off the top of my head right now. Um, I don't remember. I can't remember. <laughs> this is the Wild at Heart, though. That's whole thing <laughs> is fucking Wizard of Oz. Yes. <laughs> they just we went to this documentary and they just showed the film Wild at Heart. <laughs> I think I think the main Oz thing is like you know the the behind the curtain kind of thing, right? Turning that to the red rooms curtains, um, you know, just I don't know. I no, yeah. I I really want to see this again just because yeah. it's just I like watching a good film essay. You know what can I say? I'm a I'm an awful person, um, and I just like watch them. This is just this is just like five really good film essays by five people who make films for a right, living, which yeah. is like the listen to John Waters talk about David Lynch. Yeah. Like, where else are you gonna get John Waters talking about David Lynch for twenty minutes? That's, I mean, that's great. Probably could just get him to do that. I know, but I don't have his number. But that's true. But no, yeah, that was my favorite because I didn't know going in that he was one of, one of the talking heads, and I freaked the crap out. Because <laughs> uh, I should have expected it though, because they're like friends, and they, they uh, John talked about it how there was when Eraserhead was first coming out, and I think Pink Flamingos when they were like first coming out, or there was like he talks about it in the movie how they were like a double header at one of the theaters and how I think he said that David Lynch would be what at his eraser head showings he would be like now go watch this fucking pink flamingos movie <laughs> or or the other way around I don't remember which way it was but they legends supporting legends that, that's what we respect yeah. and they showed the the famous photo of them shaking hands in front of the fucking burger big boy uh. <laughs> that's the best <laughs> the other the other fun thing that we talk about on the way out is um uh david lowey mm-hmm. like ma- david lowey david lowey he made ghost story and uh green knight <laughs> yeah like he makes those movies which are very like you know weird and indian mm-hmm. like fun but he also in between those, we'll make, like, a sellout Disney stuff. <laughs> he makes Peter Pan and Pete's Dragon. Yeah, and, and we're like, wow, he's just a sell. But, like, what do you watch as part of the movie? He's like, oh, this guy's obsessed with, <laughs> with like, <laughs> yeah. classical he's, Disney he's stuff. Like, he's like, and I was a kid, I loved Pinocchio so much. And he talked yeah. about Pinocchio for five minutes. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> I understand why when Disney asks, he's like, yes. Please. Which, like, that's fun. That makes me like, oh, I can appreciate this stuff now, knowing yeah. that you are a genuine person who is excited about, you know, Pinocchio and Peter Pan. Yeah. And talks about how those things are also very inspired by The Wizard of Oz, and mm-hmm. then goes back to Lich stuff, too. Just fun. Big fan. Big fan. But yeah, this is a fun This is a fun little thing. I want to see more of this yeah. guy's stuff. I don't stuff. know how this is going to get out into the world digitally. Like it's uh, This like- was a Janus... It said, I saw oh, the Janice film, so it's gonna get a criterion. One hundred percent. Sick. Yeah, I'm. Go- I'm. I'm called. It I now. doubt it has physical. You think it has physical? One hundred percent. Okay, Criterion Channel for sure. The Criterion Channel for sure, but like Criterion also did that David Lynch the art life thing. Like, oh, I feel like you're right. I feel you're like right. any David Lynch thing. Yeah, they're like, they're like, yoink. Ooh, <laughs> we want. 
But yeah, I want to watch more of this director stuff because he did like an alien documentary. Oh, cool. Um, and he did some other like film, like documentaries about like film, film. Yeah. So that that interests me. I will so I say wanna... this was a lot better than Room Two Thirty Seven because Room Two Thirty Seven. I remember. I only yeah. know that you dislike that. Uh, I think it's just because like the takes are all so bad. <laughs> well, it's just like I don't know. It just that one feels a lot more like of a stretch and people yes. being like here's my uh reach that i'm gonna explain for 15 minutes but this one was at least more interesting because it's just directors talking about directing and why they love david lynch and it's just that's a little that's a little more palatable i saw the shining two weeks ago for the first time in a long and long. best movie ever right it's very good hell yeah carrie has ryan ryan have you shown carrie the 4k of that the Shining, no. Holy shit. Yeah. It looks <laughs> incredible. That's, I would love to That's that, top. Yeah. It is insane how good that looks. Uh, yeah, good movie. A little long. A little long of a movie. I'll say that. I'll say it. It's, it's pretty long. Fuck. It's, it's really long. Uh, anyways. Uh, did, Lynch, did you start getting stir crazy in the theater? Uh, like, I'm start I was watching in the middle of the night here. I'm trapped here. I'm going to start murdering people. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. That the blowjob part is like right at the end. I for some reason remember it being earlier. I was like, where is that part? Like, where's the damn blowjob? <laughs> oh, there we go. All right. Okay, cool. Uh, bottoms. Uh, Rachel Sinnett, A.O. Edberry. Uh, you got Marshawn Lynch in this. Um, yeah, bottoms. Uh, follow up to Shiva Baby, which I still have not seen. Very even good. though it's a short as fuck movie. I will show that to you guys any day of the week. Um, yeah. Uh, we have, uh, our two lead characters here who are, uh, loser lesbian kids in high school, uh, and they can't get a date or anything because they suck and they're losers, I guess. And so they're like, what if, uh, you know, by to impress the girls, we make a fight club? Uh, because the, the, the fucking... Okay, first of all, the trailers don't tell you that this, the, the reality that we are living in it's a little strange. Is there, how would you describe it? I don't know. It's the weird machinations of the writers of this movie where like things don't make sense and that's just how they are. Um, where it's like this, this football team's a little weird. Uh, the world is a little weird. Because uh, they don't point, they don't point, att- they don't, I, was, I came off track, but they don't point attention to it. But did you see the posters in the hallways of the, like, Really weird posters. They are, yeah. And you watch it again. It's very strange. Um, but yeah, this is a this is supposed to be like a sort of Revenge of the Nerds sort of uh, comedy of like these fucking losers don't have anything, but they they got they got a crazy plan to get some, some cooch. Exactly. I think that's an actual line. Probably, I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Ryan, what'd you think of this? I love this. This mm-hmm. is great. This is such a fun... I love the, like, weird surrealism that, like, just kind of points fun at, like, the high school stuff. My favorite one... My favorite one early on that you notice is, like, you know, they... The first day of school, class starts, and they have, like, the, the argument with the jock guy, <laughs> and the school bells ring after the argument, and one of like, that's, that's it? That's class? <laughs> yeah, and it's very subtle. That's the weird shit. That's, that's what's crazy, is, like... It's such a subtle absurdity. And in that same scene, you see, like, the weird guy, like, in a cage. Yeah. And it's like, why is he... Yeah, and we're not going to pay attention to that. I was like, that. why the fuck is that guy in a cage in the corner? And they never mention it until yes. later. Until, like, an hour later, they bring it up, which is very funny. Um, and I love that. And it's just so... It's it's such a, like, uh... And I, 
it's such a fun like reverse of like that kind of like we gotta do the thing to get get the babes but like you know the, the obvious one is like they're girls trying to get girls but it just does that in such a like fun unique way and the the not caring about being realistic really helps it just like mm-hmm. play off and be more fun and it's just a just a get just one of those movies where like the gags are so fast and loose you can't even keep up with them because they're just like everywhere and that's great i love that it's it's rare to see a comedy that's that's as good as that one and i am a big <laughs> fan carrie i agree i agree i thought this movie was fucking hilarious i was i was rolling in that theater but uh no yeah i agree i love how it's just such a it feels like such a fresh fresh vision and feels like it has its own language and once you get on board with it you're like oh this is this is great this is hilarious Mm -hmm. i vibe with this and uh some of the needle drops in this are legendary (laughs) and uh i thought everyone did an amazing job i thought the what's his name marshall marshall lynch the football player yeah he's very oh my god i had like i feel like everyone when they mentioned they're like oh yeah he's so funny i love him and it's like i've never seen this man before he's a football guy yes he's a football guy okay hilarious he was so fucking funny like they played I don't know if you got early enough to see the or I don't know if you saw the early screen the early screen did they still play the the material before the movie yes yes okay yes. like they had that press conference where he's like I don't want to be here I'm just doing this so <laughs> oh, I don't get right, fined right right yes you that <laughs> if you can ask whatever you want I will be answering I'm here so I will not get fined <laughs> yeah that's hilarious yeah Um. so yeah I, I bet most of his stuff is just off the cuff or something mm-hmm. like maybe like here's where your character here's the scene uh yeah go ahead I, I and it shows because like in the credits they do a lot of you know like here takes a like, yeah. yes yes and, and they're all very fun that's that's one thing that i'm excited for the physical is also more bloopers and the commentary and i was the, like, oh, like, like i don't know how you like i think the thing with comedy um i forget i forget what movie I, oh yeah it was like jennifer lawrence talking about will ferrell and elf where she's like i really admire that movie because Will Ferrell, again, Will Ferrell doesn't know that he is an elf. Like, in, in a movie that is, like, going to, like, be a big hit and, like, it's going to be last Christmas and Christmas and Christmas. So, like, you have this, you have, he's dressed up as this fucking elf and just committing to this bit where you don't know this is the stupidest, lamest shit in the world or actually funny. And I think the same stuff with, like, their weird world building shit where it's, yeah. like, I would love to hear commentaries, like, again, how do you come up with this and, like, th- and feel confident, like, yeah, I this, think this is good. I think this is funny. This could yeah. be like incomprehensible. Yes, exactly, exactly. Like, I don't know what the fuck we're doing here, uh, but they they just nail it. That's yeah. fun. Yeah, um, I think Ao is great. Uh, I think she's had a lot of stuff this year because she was also in Ninja Turtles. She was uh, April O'Neil on that, and also she's uh, the Bear. Uh, also, her Letterbox account is uh, popping off. She's uh, in uh, Theater Camp too, which is not. She is also in the- yeah, Theater Camp. It. Alma played a shit ton of ads. I know. Right? That was we crazy. watched a trailer for that in front of every single every fucking, fucking movie. movie, and it's like, okay, yes, I'd love to pay to go see that movie. No, no, <laughs> go, to, <laughs> go, go to film streams. All the, yeah. I'm not driving all the way out there. Yeah, she's yeah, also in that Ben Platt's ass. Yeah, so she's had a very very good year, and it sucks. I think everyone said like she's one of the. She is one of the stars that, like, the strike is hurting her because, like, she can't get on interviews for all this shit because right. she's yes. great. But she's obviously, like, really vocal about it, like, 
supporting the strike and stuff, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I liked it. Watch this again. For me, I thought it was really good. I wasn't laughing out loud, but I liked it a lot. Uh, I think it is... I, I appreciate how strange they did this assignment. Like, I like I knew, like, it's already a flip on the tradition of the genre, the genre because it is, like, lesbian girls who are, like, or lesbian women who are trying to, like, hook up with other girls uh, instead of, like, the fucking nerdy dorky whatever the hell. But I also did not expect the bizarre, the, the cages, and, like, to just murder. The insane ducks were, like, babies. Yeah. One of my favorite gags in this movie that's never, like, brought up is, like, you know, the, the cut of, like, the, the school calf here, and the gut one guy is, is, like, given slop, but, like, it cuts to, like, the, the main jocks uh, trade. It's like a full steak. <laughs> <laughs> He's the football star. Yeah, and that's so funny. We love him. We love him. It's so funny. That there's so much how, like, the jocks table is just, you know, the Last Supper-ass <laughs> yeah. game. That just them face the whole thing. It's so... The way they treat the jocks is so funny. Because they're just ridiculous. Another thing I like about this movie is, like, you can really... And it, also, it helps the spirit of the movie is that it feels like they did it on a shoestring budget like it feels tight like all the sets like everything like feels like we're dealing with a really small scope and they get a lot of mileage of what they're working with um and it, because of that it also feels like this is a movie that came out maybe in 2003 but nobody understood it like what the fuck is this shit and <laughs> right. then it became pop like it has that like cult weird comedy that n nobody fucking saw vibe with its low budget and uh, just the subject matter. Um, but yeah, it's good. I want to watch it again. Um, yeah, good stuff. I enjoy Rachel. I, I, I like a, I'll say, I think mostly because uh, Rachel's character in it is just a, a kind of a shitty person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, but mm -hmm. is just nice. Yeah. And I like her. <laughs> so I was more rooting for her. Um, but yeah, anyways. Old boy! Hot 2023 film. <laughs> Old boy! Um, so Old Boy got a re-release for its 4K, uh, remaster. Uh, so this is a, a world, a, a, the a major theatrical release that came out in August 2023. And that is why we're talking about it because also none of us have seen, oh, none of us no, saw yeah, it. Right? No. Yeah, everyone was experiencing old, old Boy for the first time. Um, and so I guess what's the set, I guess what's the set for Old Boy? Everybody's, my whole life, people have told me to watch Old Boy, but at no point did they actually tell me what the fuck this movie is about <laughs> right? until I was yes. watching it. Yes. I was like, oh, okay. I, all I know is, like, it's the best revenge You should watch movie, it. Revenge action movie ever. Like, okay. It's like, it's like, sure, that sounds fun. How do I watch it? That's no. the best part. You can't watch it unless you buy a DVD yes. that's $400. It's like, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Um, so I guess with that, I don't know if I even, I don't know, is a guy who's a hitman before he's captured? I think he's, he's a, just a scummy little rat. He's not a good rat. guy. Yeah. He's just a scummy little scummy guy. Little rat. Yeah, a little rat man. <laughs> and he gets kidnapped and put in like this weird like hotel room, mm -hmm. like stuck there for 20 years? No. Like a long time. Maybe a decade? And I think it was like 15-ish years. I don't know. It a long time. Yeah, Enough time the, to make that, a man who's already very weird. Without spoilers, that lady was not that old. Once we uh, fast forward a little bit. Yes, yes, right. yes. Um, so, yeah. Um, I get, and then he gets out. He gets out mysteriously, and they don't explain yeah, why he's, he's like, out. I'm going to get revenge. Uh, and boy, does he. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. No spoilers. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll start with how I feel about this movie. 
I guess I didn't. I mean, looking back, I didn't. I gave it two stars, two and a half stars in Letterboxd. I did not love the journey this movie took us <laughs> took us on. It's not a pleasant one. It's not no. a pleasant one, and I and I think a lot of people like a lot of big thing about this movie was like when it first came out, people were like, "Oh my god." Oh. <laughs> Whoa, a shock and i'm not like saying like there is genuine like it is really like Whoa. 2003 imagine yeah this oh yeah if we were eight years old <laughs> oh yeah okay sure oh uh, sure oh god i think i would have killed myself <laughs> but yeah so 2003 you see this movie somehow at a film festival or a dvd that somebody at, at sam goody sold you for too much and yeah boom it's crazy um, but now I've like seen. Oh, and it's also part of like I've seen a lot. Like Wizard of Oz, I've seen movies take a lot from this movie, mm-hmm. like the hallway scene. Right. Like if this is essentially that's like essentially the DNA in John Wick. And I haven't seen John Wick, but that is. <laughs> I assume it's that. It's the vibe of that. Daredevil. Like it's a fucking yes. Da- da- Daredevil is just straight up that scene. And that's crazy because like I love that first season of Daredevil. That watching that thing was. Like, Wow, that's that's old boy. Like, a lot of stuff is just old boy. Any like action scene that's like no cut. Yes, that's just, just, old, just old. That's boy. just old boy. Yes, and that's crazy. So that's part of it. But the other thing is like, okay, we have questions, and like there is obviously a twist. There's obviously a mystery that we're trying to solve, and we get those answers. And I was like, ah, I don't like. They are shocking answers, yes, but and I don't dislike them because of the shock. I dislike them because. I don't know. I just, I just. It's a little too much. It's just a lot. It's just really convoluted. It's really. Oh, it's very convoluted. It's it's really. Oh man. I mean, I guess. Don't you ever hate a guy so much you do that? (laughs) I've been close, but not quite there. So yeah, that's my thoughts on it. I don't know. Carrie? We need to re-edit the end of this movie and include the jigsaw theme. While he's walking out. Game over! When he clicks the button, it does that, but also plays the jigsaw theme at the same time. Game over. Fade to black with those very pleasant sounds. Credits. Oh yeah, Carrie, what'd you think of this? Uh, uh, not to go full sicko or anything, but I really liked okay. this movie. Cool. I thought it was awesome because we all had the same mindset going in. We were like, "Don't know what this is. Table's no yeah. clue. Apparently, it's the best." Up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> so that was it. Was a fun journey, and uh, I had fun, and I liked it. <laughs> it is, it is fun. It makes I, I respect it a lot more than like. My thing is, like, you know, you talk to, like, these... Because this is, like, kind of a film bro movie. Oh, 100%. Yeah. You know, like, they have their fight club. They yeah, they have their American Psycho, and they don't understand American Psycho. They have their old boy poster. Very good movie. That's the one foreign movie they like. Um, <laughs> and, like, people who are like, I love old boy. It's, like, my favorite movie. Now I'm like... Huh. That is a little huh. That is a little huh. <laughs> like, like for like, like res- to like respect action films, I get it. Sure. But like being like, this is my personal favorite movie. It's like, huh. Okay. <laughs> All right. That that's cool. <laughs> wow, my mom's calling. I better, I better get out of here. Just because like the stuff in this movie is so just crazy <laughs> yeah. that it's just like, hmm. Interesting. 
Just interesting. I don't know what to say. Just, just fascinating. It does set a vibe it when you're talking, just talking about movies. Like, oh, my favorite. Yeah. Just and everyone else in the party does it hasn't seen it, but you have, and you're like, and you're, and okay, it's like, dude, it's such a crazy action movie, and that twist, it's crazy, and their eyes get all big, and you, like, it's crazy, and you're like, yes, it's <laughs> yes, it's horrible, it's like it's been twenty years, and that might still be the worst thing to ever happen to anyone in the history of cinema. And that's another thing is like I'm so interested in watching the Spike Lee uh, remake, right? Because like for one, I remember reading how like the studio like fucked him over and he's not happy with the end result. But it's also like if they fucked him over and they like how did they do this? How did Hollywood touch this? Yeah, who in any it? way? That just that just fascinates me, and I've heard it's just horrible. Right. So I'm so excited to see it now with full context. <laughs> mm-hmm. This it was produced by uh, 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 film district, and I don't, I don't think this was a major. Okay, I'm interested how that big studio because this is a small ass studio. Interesting. Hmm. This is a studio that like put out like fucking. Uh, I don't know. But anyways, I thought it was... I was expecting like a Warner Brothers or like a big right. time... I don't know. Whatever. Anyways. And they were like, no thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, 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 the... they got halfway through the movie like, yeah, we can do an this American version good. of this. <laughs> Not my <laughs> cup of tea. Not my cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> and they hit playlist. We greenlit this! <laughs> no, we already cast Josh! Shit! <laughs> Fuck! He's not gonna do this! <laughs> Oh, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. This is such an interesting movie. Oh boy. So I'm, I'm excited to see the other Vengeance movies too. Yes, I watched. You've seen the first. I Vengeance watched one. Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance before watching Old Boy, and that is a miserable. Movie. Okay, is it the same kind of miserable? No, 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 no. Okay. It's just it's it's not as. It doesn't make you feel. It doesn't. Make, it's mis like it's seeped in misery because it's like it's 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 very much uh we are in a horribly desperate situation we're gonna do this one thing to try and fix our horribly desperate situation oh it got worse um oh it got worse again oh it got the worst it's ever been (laughs) it just keeps spiraling out of control but it's not this it's not old boy (laughs) okay cool but what is it's it's not that viscerally like disgusting but it's emotionally devastating. Okay, interesting. <laughs> what was the movie made by Park last year that, uh... Decision to Leap? Decision to Leap. So I've seen two mm-hmm. movies of this guy I don't like him, so... Uh-oh. Not great batting for me. I'm anyway. excited to watch Lady Vengeance, because that feels like it's gonna be a home run for me. But I've seen a lot of his movies now, because I, w- I watched this, I watched Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance, I watched Stoker, I watched Handmaiden, I watched... Thirst is very good. I need to watch Thirst. I like Thirst Thirst a lot. Thirst has some very, very good vampire stuff. Um, And it's also very horny. Nice. Um, So, you know, that's pretty fun. I want to watch I'm a Cyborg and that's okay, but that is unavailable. And it's unavailable. (laughs) (laughs) That's old boy. Check it out. Uh, September! Uh, We're getting... Almost, there is like the year is almost over, folks. September, it's almost God done. Damn. It's crazy. 
Uh, my animal. This is actually a smaller release, but it is on this list because it was playing at our local, mm -hmm. yeah, Al Alamo. This is from a fan. This is from Fantastic Fest. Uh, it's got the lady from Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Yeah. She uh, was that girl in Hunger Games, right? Where she was rude. What? Where she was rude. Because yeah. people were like, avenge her. Mm -hmm. and, I'm, huh. and District I'm... 11 was like, you know what? That's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and then Katniss was like, I agree. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, it's an indie horror werewolf movie. Um, who's to say what we think about it? I don't know. <laughs> who's to say what we think of The Nun 2? Bro. The Nun! <laughs> the Nun, baby! So, yeah, the uh, only thing about this is, you know, at the end of the first nun, it kind of, like, goes into, you know, how it goes into the Conjuring stuff. Right, yeah, there's a, a last-minute revelation, and you're yeah. like, oh my god, no way! But this is, like, this happens between that, it's like, okay, how do, okay, that's fine, okay, that's fine. So the whole <laughs> thing of this one is just, like, how do these connect? And no spoilers, but I'm still not fully certain how they connect. <laughs> well, also, also no spoilers, but I'll probably be watching The Nun 2 again. So. <laughs> I hear there's a goat man, goat boy. Oh, I yeah, hope he maybe. gets his spit off. The goat! Uh, Haunting in Venice. Let's go, The third baby. and finale in the Hercule Poirot series. I hope not. Um, <laughs> made by one Kenneth Branagh. My bestie. <laughs> yeah. Um, this certainly has to be better than Death on the Nile. I, I don't see how it, it possibly can I'm be. I'm putting it out right now. I shouldn't do this, but if this is horrible, I'm going to be devastated. <laughs> I'm going to be so sad. Like, come on. <laughs> They keep letting him make these movies, and they I love just him, get worse. I love him so much. It's so fun how he's so committed to these. I know. <laughs> I saw, I don't remember if it was a tweet or if it was what it was, but someone was talking about how they thought it was hilarious that Kenneth Branagh's For Them and For Him, the For Him is these movies, <laughs> and the For Them is the Oscar-winning fucking intimate movie about his childhood. Because <laughs> that movie was boring as <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm hoping to have a good time, so we'll see. Yes. Uh, I still haven't seen Murder. I should probably watch Murder before it. Because I haven't seen Murder on the Orient Express oh, yet. Yeah, so. that one's awesome. Uh, they made a third. They, my Big Fat Three Quitting. My Big Fat Three Quitting. No, I was inspired because others. Another movie on this list has, uh, has a number in it, and so I did that with a few other movies. You silly goose. Yes. <laughs> I refuse to believe this This is a movie playing currently. Um, but well, it plays I, got, playing I got news. My mom no, went to really. <laughs> <laughs> She asked me, and I said, no, thanks. I haven't seen the other one. Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, Expend for Bulls. This one officially has the four in the title. Yes, it does. Expend for Bulls. This one added a female character, and it's Megan Fox. Oh. Yeah, and she's married to one of the old men, apparently. Uh, she's surprised. married to Jason Statham in the movie? Yeah, yeah. He, he fucking wishes. <laughs> that's, yeah, that sounds like something that they would write Cent. into this yes. movie. <laughs> 50 Cent is one of the guys this time. It's got Tony Jaa, apparently. I have no clue what The Expendables is. Because it was just like, it's like all those old 80s action stars, and now they're in one movie together. Like, that was that. Yeah, that was the whole bit. 
don't yeah. know what they're. And now we're at four, and it's like, <laughs> what's the bit still? Yeah, I don't know. The first one was also directed by Sylvester Stallone. Oh, that's fun. Okay. So, <laughs> but yeah, but Sylvester Stallone, we like him now again. I don't know. We like, do? Well, like I'm saying, like he had a moment in the 2000s where he just became like, who the fuck is this shit? And then he did Rocky Balboa, and he did that bad Rambo movie, but then it, he was in Creed, you know? And so like he came out like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he was in Guardians. Like, he just exists again where he just disappeared from public consciousness. Mm. And I was like, oh, yeah, so he's fine. He's in Guardians. He's fine. He's whatever. <laughs> um, and now it's like, why are we still doing this? The people who watch those movies don't give a shit. They're watching uh, Trail of Freedom or the fucking... Oh, no. Whatever the fuck that movie's called. Sound of Freedom. Sound of Freedom. Thank you. Um, so, I don't think this... I bet this one doesn't do well. The last that, one... That's what those people would rename the Trail of Tears. Like, <laughs> oh, it's the Trail of a Freedom. We don't call it that anymore. No, no, no. Also, the last... They were happy to do it. <laughs> the last one had a lady, Ryan, and it was Ronda Rousey. Wow, oh, Ryan. no, man. Wow, Ryan. And it had Mel Gibson. It was, oh, that it's crazy. Ew. It's crazy that they got those two people in a movie again. Ew. And Kelsey Grammer? <laughs> I think Sylvester Stallone just looks up old yeah, celebrities. Yeah, these people are expendable already. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, Kelsey Grammer. Yeah, okay, the great. The Threequalizer. <laughs> It, this was just called the Equalizer Three, but I thought the Equalizer was pretty good. It's pretty funny. Yeah, I've learned that people fucking love the Equalizer series. It has its own TV series of where. Oh shit! This is another What's one that on? I'm like, I have. No I don't know. That's a good question. No, I have no idea what the Equalizer. I have is. no idea. Denzel Washington. I feel like this is Denzel Washington's Taken. Is the vibe I get from uh, it? Where that's he's what like, I I'm just the guy who's very good at killing people. Really, yeah. Um, the Equalizer is on CBS. What? Yeah. <laughs> Pardon? Okay. Uh, anyways, uh, the three <laughs> Network TV is not what I expected it to be. <laughs> Man, talk about sequels we don't need. <laughs> Spy Kids Armageddon. Yeah, this, about? there is another Spy Kids. I think this is a reboot, but also is directed it? by Robert Rodriguez. Is it? Yes. Oh, really? Yes. Wow, he is committed to this bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, These kids are adults now, probably. You don't yeah. have to keep doing this. That's, that's all I know about this. <laughs> Maybe he's doing it for his... his yeah. <laughs> it's just like his like back and forth between like these gritty... like Because he did like the hobo the with the shotgun he, stuff. Um the last thing he did? I think Alita Battle Angel, right? Mm -hmm. yep, 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 Maybe. That's yep, that's it. Um, oh, no. He did another Netflix movie that was a spiritual sequel to Shark One Lava Girl. Huh? It, was, it wasn't called real. that, but it was like some. It was another Spy Kids like thing that had that like look to it, and like the whole bit was like an adult lava girl and adult shark boy were in it. That's not real. But they couldn't get Taylor Lautner, so it was a different guy. And he had a mask on, so you couldn't tell that it wasn't D Taylor huh? Lautner. <laughs> no. Yes, yes. No, this is a thing. Let's let's be heroes. We are heroes. Let's. We are heroes. We are the heroes. Robert Rodriguez. I guess I can just look at Robert. It was something. We hero. are Marshall. No. We are going to buy a zoo. <laughs> um. But yeah, I will not be watching the Spy Kids. I didn't even That's... see the fourth one. Yeah. No. Hell no. I'm not a child. Come Ooh, on now. We can be heroes. 2020. Um. And let me find, and it's like a bunch of kids. 
Um, this man. looks like that looked like a YouTube thumbnail. Yes, for like I a know. Roblox. Channel. It didn't help that like <laughs> that it wasn't loading, so everyone looked real blurry. No, I just mean no. Okay. That looks yeah, yeah, like yeah. a Roblox YouTube channel. <laughs> and then let me find a picture of okay, the, and then yes, and then it had an adult lava girl, and then that's Shark Boy. But no. he normally had a mask. <laughs> uh, on the spirit of uh, sequels Ooh, that were... Yeah, 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 yes, 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 yes. See, he has a mask. <laughs> oh, I see, yeah. That's Listeners not... are going to love this part of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, speaking of sequels that nobody knew existed, did you know they're making a sequel to Chicken Run on what? Netflix? I hated that What? I hated that What do you mean? I don't know why. I used to remember... You know, like Aardman in I, animation? I just remember have a visceral reaction like going to my grandma's house and she said all the McDonald's or Burger King toys and I was like, I hate Bye, that Burger movie. King. Hi, Burger King. And she was like, why? I was like, I hate it. I hate chicken pot pies. It was probably one of those things like you're a kid and you're like, my personality is I hate this thing. Yeah. Sure. My personality at one point was hating Fast and Furious. Can you believe Fast, it? That's what crazy. the hell? Yeah, it's true. And now I hate it again. <laughs> My personality for a year or so was uh, thinking Twilight was lame. And yeah. now I think it's the come. greatest film ever yes, made. Exactly. Oh my god. Okay. Side tangent. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. So this is... Uh, I don't talk about my life a lot. Okay. So I was on a bunch of trips and I came back from the airport. My driver... Uh, I was... I wasn't in the mood talking, but they kept talking to me. So I was like, where'd you coming from? And I was like, Seattle, whatever the hell. And, uh... Well, I know where this is going. <laughs> okay, good. Exactly. So, like, did you meet Mr. Christian Gray? I was like, excuse me? <laughs> uh, and said again, I was like, uh, no. I know what you're talking about, but no. Uh, and then she was like, did you go to Forks, Washington, or whatever the hell? I was like... Uh, no, but again, Twilight, I know what you're talking about. And she got her hands off them and was like, yeah! <laughs> Anyways, like that's you, it. That's I like how you <laughs> mentioned, imagine the state of Washington. She's like, oh, Twilight fans? Okay, exactly. <laughs> I bet you guys didn't know I was an Uber driver. <laughs> <laughs> we also brought it up at some point in our trip where I was right. like, oh, where's we going to go to Forks Washington? Like, it's like, hello. <laughs> Listen, you can either make two references when we talk about Washington. You can either go Forks Twilight or you can go Twin Peaks. And they're yeah. both great. Both yeah. great choices. The I'm going to go Twilight more often because it's funny. Ideally, you go to both places on the same trip. That's the dream. Douglas yeah. Furs. Uh, <laughs> dumb money. Can what we write fuck? this as a podcast expense for us to do <laughs> some allocations? Uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll pay for it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Give that right to a person who's in charge of our treasury. <laughs> uh, dumb money. Uh, everyone's favorite boy. Paul Dano. Uh, Paul Dano. I, he is one of my favorite boys. He is, this he is, is true. A boy. Uh, he's also like a dad. He is a dad. That's so crazy. He's a, he's a nice boy. Um, I've heard this is based on the this game is the GameStop stock. Game um, and apparently it's good, which is crazy to me. Nice. Yeah, this is, I believe this is uh, the the company from Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. I think. I believe so, because yeah. Seth is in it at the end. Yeah. Uh, so we got we got Vincent D'Onofrio, we got Pete Davidson, we got Nick Offerman, uh, and Seth Rogen. Uh, Cheyenne Woodley is married to Paul Dano in this film. I'm seeing a lot of Shane Wo- Shane Woodley. Uh, Shailene? Shailene Woodley. Shailene uh, Woodley. She's in, she's, in, she's in that Ferrari. Fuck yeah, dude. I saw a trailer for that. Perfect trailer. Good job, Neon. This is a Michael Mann film, bitch. <laughs> Oh man, that's why they're so good. It's, it's just, a like, very it's just, like, good. Engines and and engines. I was all like, Neon, if this movie doesn't pan out, this looks expensive. Yeah. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. 
Um, yeah, anyways, yes. I can't money. look at Shailene Woodley without thinking about Secret Life of the American Teenager because that was that ABC Family show that she was on. I I did not watch that, but that it was like her like thing. I shouldn't have watched it oh, <laughs> as a thirteen year old child. Crazy. <laughs> it was on ABC Family though. You'd think that would be the same. Yeah, course. I watched that in Pretty Little Liars, and I think it did irreparable damage <laughs> to my brain. This is Craig Gillespie who did direct uh, I Tanya. Oh, uh, cool. Pam and Tommy. Uh, fucking Lars and the Real Girl. Uh, the oh. only weird thing in his thing is he did Corella as well. But what you know, <laughs> no one's perfect. Yeah. No one's... <laughs> oh, he directed the music video for Kid Cudi's "No One Believes Me" the song for Fright Night 2009. Okay. <laughs> cool. Day one, baby. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, this he directed a Dunkin' Donuts commercial called "The Joke and Parking Lot." Uh, wow, yeah, his whole commercial, he did some, a Nintendo DSi commercial, bro. No. <laughs> okay, anyways, uh, Craig Gillespie, check out Dumb Money. What a career. Um, yeah, uh, I hope this is actually good. Uh, it seems like it would be good, but it also seems like it'd be like, oh, uh, here we go, another I'm one I'm hoping of these. it'd be like, I hope it's got Blackberry, or, yeah. Social Network or Blackberry, where it's like, this is a crazy idea, but it seems like something you could pull off well. Also, America Ferrera, um, coming off hot of Barbie. Ferrari. Ferrari. <laughs> uh, speaking of Michael Mann, I did see Heat for the first time. It's all right. Uh, nice. Uh, what was it? Oh yes, it lives inside. Is this the spooky, uh, spooky gin movie or no? Yeah, yeah it looks like, it looks like Indian okay. horror Some story sort of thing. Yeah, evil creature inside yeah. a jar. Okay. Looks looks so it looks pretty good. Looks pretty good. So my thing with this movie is it looks great on poster and in synopsis, but then I saw the first trailer and I was like, ah, I yeah. don't know. But I'm rooting for it. Could be boogeyman-ish. It, it could, could be boogeyman-ish. Could be awesome, though. I don't know. It could I, also I like be. how it's like clearly based on like an Indian, you know, theme. And they actually have like, you know, Indian people in the movie as opposed to like... We must go to the desert and find the Native American man who explained <laughs> yeah, the Wendigo. Oh. Find the Wendigo. Yeah. I did, th- I did think about antlers earlier. Yeah. This <laughs> month. I I, 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 that's that's the they're like, okay, I expect that you're going for this and also casting people who make sense to be dealing right. with this thing. You still don't know what a Wendigo is. <laughs> I am, no one knows. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I hope that does turn out. This is the, okay, no, there are two bizarre movies that I want to talk about. One is The Creator. So the creator, I feel like, just sucker punched me out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm, I'm going to go see Oppie. I'm going to see Oppenheimer. <laughs> and this movie shows up out of nowhere. I was like, I don't know what the fuck this is. Right. Um, so, yeah, this is a Gareth Edwards' new movie. Uh, completely new original IP. Uh, he's done Godzilla and Rogue One before this. I don't know if he's done anything between. He did, like, another monster movie um, before Godzilla that was called, like, Monsters, I think. And I remember liking it, but I was like 15, so I don't super remember it. Um, Gareth Edwards. But yeah, this is, it's like sci-fi future, robots versus people, apocalyptic thing. Uh, the protagonist, uh, John yes. David Washington himself, it has to... You're right, he did something called Monsters. Yeah, I remember liking that a lot in high school, but I do not remember it at all. <laughs> um... My problem with this trailer, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the song. I think maybe the song is really not doing so favors. Maybe it's, it's really Maybe bad. how it hits like all the beats, like, it's the future, robot overlords, the child, I need a protector, the ward wins. It 
feels like it's eight minutes. <laughs> and, it's only, and it's only two. So like every time the trailer plays, I'm like, oh my god, this again. <laughs> and like, I think I was telling you, Carrie, about this. Is like, This is like one of those weird things where every once in a while a big studio will give a director a bunch of money to make an original yep. idea. Directed, which screenplay, in, story, produced. Which in theory <laughs> is like, we want that. We want studios yeah. to give these creators a lot of money and to just take a go risk. wild and take a risk and make something new and original and fun. But then you see them and it's like, oh, I don't like this. This seems weird. Yeah, it seems like... Uh, this seems hammy, it has, hammy and weird. I, it, it, it's, <laughs> it, it's got flop vibes to it. Mm. This is going to make zero dollars. I don't know, it might because there's nothing else playing. Right. But it does but have flop energy. It's got Valerian energy. Oh my god. <laughs> it has Valerian energy, but you can't get anyone to advertise it. Yeah. Because actors can't advertise things it's right true. now. Yeah. But also, is the protagonist the biggest? John David Washington, <laughs> the biggest star in the world. He can do hot ones. They can all do hot That's ones. True. He ordered his hot sauce. Yeah. Yeah, you, <laughs> know, you, know that. That, you know that that bald fuck would be like, you know, I know you've been waiting on this hot sauce. Here and he'd is. be like, what? <laughs> What are you talking about? It's like, you know, Ted it? Huh? <laughs> That'd be pretty good. Damn, we did lose something. God damn it. So These goddamn striking actors, you know what I'm saying? Listen, Fuck. we have Entertain time. me! <laughs> we have time if they can reach a deal by the end of the hour. We can still get that boy in that hot west yes. chair. Yes. Um, but yeah, it's just got... It doesn't like it's original, but it's also like ah. it looks like a a movie that would play in another movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, Even the name of it, the creator. The creator. Did you see that new movie, The Creator? No, Bruce Willis's character. We so, did it. But what I will say about this movie, this was made on eighty million, which is pretty low. That is pretty. Considering low. what I'm seeing on screen and the fact that it's got flop energy, so I think it does at least okay. It could maybe be successful. I would, I would love it if we made more $80 million movies. I would love that. Because right now it's $5 million or yes, a exactly. billion yes. dollars. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And this is not sustainable. Yeah. So it, yeah. So that was the biggest shock when I was like, oh, $80 million, that's not bad. I hope not all of Gary Edwards' money is... Because he is the first producer. <laughs> How much money did you put in this, buddy? Um... So yeah, I think I am curious enough that I'm going to watch I it. I want to watch it. So we'll see. Uh, that trailer is not doing it any favors. Well, uh, yeah, no, it's very corny. It's very but... corny. Uh, it's got Hans Zimmer on the score, apparently. So there you go. Yeah. Um, fucking dicks. Okay, this is the second movie on this list. So I'm like, what? Dicks the <laughs> musical. What? A24's first musical, baby. It's, um... This seems awful. I know, This seems horrendous. They were like, we're gonna post our trailer for our new movie musical. And I was like, yes! And then I started watching it, and I was like, oh. This looks awful. He's like, my dick is so big. And I'm like, oh, God. I remember when... I can't remember what we were watching, but they showed this before, and you knew what it was. I saw it before Bottoms. It was yeah. right before Bottoms, yeah. and you're like, oh, Ryan, I'm so excited to see what your take is on this. And, like, I watched it, and I was like, huh? Like, I was just confused. Bad. I think the problem is, like, with, with this trailer, because, like, maybe it's fine, but, like, for most musical trailers, they have, like, a song or two in the trailer. Mm. They had, like, five songs <laughs> in here, and yeah. I was just like, what is this? You can't, yeah. like... 
I don't know. It just felt so disconnected from what it, it was trying it to do. It seems obnoxious. It seems like really bad. Way. Yeah. It's like the Brother Solomon or some shit or Lady mm. Killers. It's got mm. it's got early to mid, mid to the early two thousands comedy flop vibes right. to me. Mm. And I don't know the thing with a two four. And I don't think they had. I don't think they had a. Have they had a, a huge like big. Like, off the gate, what are you doing? Because their marketing is like, we do like a trailer for a movie. That trailer is going to be so good, it's going to do all the legwork right, for us. Yeah. And this trailer, I'm like, I'm out. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck you're <laughs> yeah, doing. They've been, they've been I don't know you like that. I don't know why you're <laughs> calling, talking to me like that. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like all of their bad movies, they bury before it comes yes, out. Yes, exactly. 100%. Because, like, I think... Wonderstruck like or whatever. Woodstruck movie. <laughs> Woodstruck or whatever. The... And then, like, oh. I also think of... I've been thinking about this movie a lot lately. I need to rewatch it. I was thinking about Under the Silver Lake. That's a good movie. Oh, yeah. I was like... But it did get buried. But, like, that's a good movie, but I feel like... They didn't they, have any faith in it. They had no faith yeah. in it, so they buried it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's gonna be this again, probably. Because, <laughs> like, that was a... I liked that trailer. It was good. It, it was like, oh, a mystery with Andrew Garfield. That would make so much money right I mean, now. Yeah, honestly. But uh, yeah, I was like, watching this, like, I'm embarrassed for making the stallion. What are you doing yeah, here? Yeah, right. Oh, this yeah. Is, yeah, that's a, that's a big, that's a big hook of theirs. And I'm like, it seems like she's on this as much as she was in She-Hulk. Um, oh yeah, the She-Hulk thing. My fan thing about her thing in She-Hulk is all those like whitey little insults yeah, yeah, with yeah, their yeah, shaved right. balls. Like they really hate that. It's so funny. Like, they'll post that clip of, like, She-Hulk yeah, and Bane twerking. twerking, and they're like, Marvel, they ruined my favorite character. It's like, it's just Smith. It's just Smithers. Shut <laughs> just up. Smithers. Who cares? Smithers shut mean. up. Um, Nothing matters. Anyways. Socks, baby. Socks. Sauten. Socks. Socks. I want to congratulate Twisted Pictures and Lionsgate for bringing back the, again, okay, bringing back the traditional saw. Uh, I guess through line and just making it look like dog shit as four through fucking seven. Are they counting? Are they counting? They must we be have counting. We seven and then they count Jigsaw so, and, and Spiral. So this, yeah. oh, so wow. this is ten. So this is ten. Yeah. This is the so tenth song. four through seven look like dog shit. Uh, and Jigsaw. So eight. Four through eight look like dog shit to me. Um, visually, just camera. -wise. I think Jigsaw looks the worst. I don't know why. I think it's because like it tried to be like cleaner, but then yeah. It, Probably. But, but that just not having that grit to it of like what is that's just what Saw is. Mm -hmm. So when it's all like, oh, we have a nice little facility to torture you in, it's like, mm, no. So, Carrie, oh, Ryan, have you seen all these? No. I've seen all of these. Okay, now, well, yeah. Carrie, you've seen all these. Can you tell me what, what are we, what is somebody who means only seen one through three not getting and, and uh, Spiral? not getting from this trailer in terms of continuity of where it takes place and like what are we what good are we, news okay. takes place between two and three. Oh, okay <laughs> so you're set that checks out because of the, if there's a three he's all like oh yeah yep, yep. so this is the events but when he has his fucking brain cancer right, right, right. and these doctors seem to be like yep you're good but they just lied to him so now he's like i'm going to fuck over the medical professionals yeah that's really weird because Amanda is in this trailer for a bit and mm -hmm. looks nothing like Amanda. Well, you know, it's been like twenty years. <laughs> I like also, I the like it's not revenge; it's retribution. It feels like revenge. <laughs> it really seems like revenge because they're the ones who screwed you over. 
Um, I want to rewatch Saw Two. I haven't seen Saw Two since I saw it years and years Saw ago. Saw Two's fun. Yeah, Saw I just remember the I just remember the end, which is very good. Right, yeah, the ending's awesome. Saw Three is my favorite. I, same, I like Saw Three a lot. <gasps> yes, Saw Three is great. <laughs> I don't remember. That's a Saw good cap. I remember being a great cap to these characters and like Amanda mm-hmm. and yeah. Too. I think watching them all in a row kind of, like, made them all kind of, No, like... see, that happens with me, too, because I've never, like, individually watched these movies. You've I've always a... watched at least three at a time. Yeah. They are not that long. So, I was like, I think of, like, yeah. one and... I can remember one, one and I can two. Vis- it's yeah, distinct. one, two, and three are very succinct in my mm. mind, but I... then four, five, and six, and seven are all kind of... For me, it's three through the final chapter, and mm-hmm. then Jigsaw felt different just because it was newer but it was yeah. also worse and then spiral it's the same thing it's yeah. i have soured so much on it's movie. a it's yeah. a really I had just... fun watching it and greg really liked it and now i'm just like god awful. just a it really bummer again i say this every time with me brought watch the first reveal trailer for that fucking movie and the potential of yeah, it I it just sucker punches that you so it starts good. with the kendrick and then just driving down and then it's like what is this and then I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah amazing. For, for this movie or the no, first? No, uh, Spiral. For Spiral. For Spiral. The trailer for Spiral is yeah. incredible. When it was like first announced. Yeah. And it okay, just looked okay. like a buddy cop movie yeah. for a second. And then you're like, oh, this is a Saw movie? Okay, okay. I didn't already watch it. And that then you movie. watch it and it's all like, Detective Murder. Why did it sound like that? Whatever. Anyways. I'm going to kill bad cops. Okay, cool. Okay, well, with that information, I don't have to worry about Costas Mandalore or whoever the fuck. Uh, What's the name of the guy who takes over for him in 4 through... I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember. The blonde guy. What? The guy who's doing the traps because, spoilers, uh, John's Jig- dead. Jigsaw yeah. dies. Dies. Uh... Yeah. No, I don't, okay, I okay, okay. Don't. But yes, I, I was worried he was gonna be in like that, uh, but it, I think there will probably be some cameos, right. so it might be in your best interest to brush up on the <laughs> Just some light reading for you. Yeah. I'm just gonna watch two and three again and I'll be good. Yeah, it'll probably be fine. I'm sure I'm sure me and Greg will do a marathon. Okay, there was an Alamo marathon, but I wish it was one through three and it's just one through two. Yeah, it's two. just one and two. Yeah. Anyway, Saw's back, baby. If it's if it's Halloween, it must be Saw, as they say. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, that's it. I have a prediction that this saw is going to do very well. I think so. Because, I man, I, I don't know what happened. At some point, I feel like um, during the... There was the era of like a lot of shitty remakes and your Ouija's. Horror movie just shit it out. A bunch of teenagers are going to watch it. They're going to be like... <laughs> and make it out and be really loud and obnoxious. Right. And then there was the era of the A24. And I feel like... I don't know, but I feel like us horror freaks have become stronger, and our, I guess their dollars are more, we're more horror freak dollars in the market. Yeah. Because it feels like every major horror release is just a huge hit. hit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It, it, it helps that they have, they're the only movies that come out now that have a good, decent budget right. and not blown out yeah, of proportion. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right. Um, let's spend a hundred million on uh, on Saw Eleven. Saw Bro, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> this one takes place in space on a train. Uh, that sounds pretty good. Uh, yeah. Hard enough for you? <laughs> no. What? <laughs> Did you ask about hard? Uh, that's it for August, folks. Um, Ryan Lance, if people hey. wanted to hear your opinions on. Hi. 
Saw 3D. <laughs> Saw 3D. I don't that remember one. what I said about that Saw 3D. One. That was the one where they thought they were going to end, they were going to have two more, right? I think that was called The Final Chapter. Oh, that was chapter. The Final Chapter. It was called yeah. The Final Chapter, yeah. yeah. That was the one that has the guy who wrote a book about being in the Saw Trap, and then... Uh, he lied. He was lying about it. Because mm. I only remember that because it has one of my favorite parts in the entire franchise, which was when John Kramer shows up to that guy's book signing, but he's in disguise, and he's got on a hoodie and a backwards <laughs> baseball cap. <laughs> he's like, big, is... big friend or something. I don't <laughs> is... what he says. That is very so funny. fucking funny. Anyways, Ryan, where do folks find you? Um, you can go to letterbox.com, a uh, film piece that is me. Um, that's a website I, I post my film thoughts on. I got a blue sky code, so I might do stuff there. You could have asked me months ago. I think I did. did. Oh, I forgot. Sorry. <laughs> no. I, th- I think I think you just asked in the Twitter group chat. Oh. And we, were long, we had long abandoned the oh, group chat Oh, that makes by sense. Then. Well, I still I'm be on going on Twitter, though. I also still... It's just, it's just habit. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll go on there every once in a while, but I don't... I don't know. It's not fun anymore. I'd be reposting stuff sometimes. The news nice. still happens on Twitter. That's, yeah, the, that's thing. the problem. Yeah, 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 everything still happens on Twitter, even though it sucks. Um, anyways, Carrie, where can folks find you um, on Twitter? On X, yeah, apparently. You can still find me on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, but no, you can find me on Letterboxd just by searching my first name, Carrie, K-A-R-R-I-E. And you can find me at jcruzelvers26 on Twitter and Letterboxd. Apparently, I have seen, eight, I have logged 800-ish movies on Letterboxd. Nice. And this year, apparently, I've seen a hundred. Hell yeah, it's just baby. insane to me. I don't know how that happened, but it did, I guess. So, congrats Killing to me. It. Yeah, I saw Reanimator. Pretty good. That movie is awesome. Pretty yeah, good. I, I, saw you, I, I commented on your review. Yeah, it's very it. good. Yeah, very, I very love good. Love that guy. Very good movie. Very good movie. Uh, anyways, until next time, when you can hear our hot takes on socks. Uh, We'll see you then. (laughs) Bye-bye.